Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I am going to dive into activities that you can do in nature with your kiddos. So I am back. I am back from um, a few month break. I feeling um, called to get back on the mic. I knew I would feel the call at some point. I didn't know when. And that's why I left my kind of start date again, open-ended. I said the fall and I was pretty close, you know. Uh, here in Minnesota, we have probably about another a few weeks left of really nice weather. And uh, before we start really feeling that fall um, chill in the air. So yeah, like since I left us um, was like the start of everything shutting down and, you know, some things are opening, some are not. Gyms are looking different. My business is looking different. I have gone fully online and I will plan on doing fully online um, one-on-one sessions from now until for probably ever. Um, I'm just able to, you know, see my clients in a lot more effective manner, not having to travel all around the cities. And so for me, this, this definitely has shifted my business and I'm able to, um, you know, really, I guess, utilize my time better in a way that I did not know how poorly I was utilizing it in the past. Just from, um, for those of you who don't know, I've been, I'm a personal trainer. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness coach. Uh, I'm also a restorative yoga teacher and for the past 13 years, and I've had my business now the past eight years and I used to drive, um, from client to client. So I'd go into people's homes and, um, wow, like I would spend probably, you know, some of my clients are about an hour drive from me from where I live. And that was twice a week that I would go to some of my clients who are an hour away. So that is just one of the clients. And when you have 15, that's a lot of driving time. Um, so that's, that's been my biggest change is really being able to adapt and, um, see how I can, you know, work effectively from home with our, my husband and I, we have a four-year-old now. And so he's been here and my husband has been able to go back into training and working at the gym again. Um, so yeah, it's just been a whirlwind of a change of everything, you know, and the same with, you know, really speaking up about social injustices and, um, you know, my husband, uh, for those of you who don't know as well, he was adopted. He is multiracial. He is, um, you know, black and white. So he is, you know, I've been really, I guess, stepping in and seeing things in a different light. Cause I having conversations with people who I, um, didn't know their true feelings, I guess in the past I thought I did. And, you know, I, I did not. And so some of that's been kind of the reckoning, um, I would say the last probably month or so. Um, yeah, so it's been a lot. I mean, it's been a lot. It's been heavy. I've been feeling um, excited though to get back on the mic and really just kind of dive into, you know, what I feel called to teach. And I feel like this kind of break away from maybe even just the podcast, but I really got to deepen into the work that I want to be doing. And for myself, I've really, really been diving into working out and training with your cycle. Now that's something that I know I talked about on the podcast, probably two, two and a half years ago that I felt like I should knew. I don't know why I should do it, but I just felt called to it. And this year I finally have embraced that. And I finally started to educate myself on it and test it out on not only myself, but you know, other clients and seeing what was, what results people were having. And it's been great. It's been great to see that. So, um, 
that's, that's kind of been my biggest game game changer for myself is kind of adapting the way I train, um, and being fully okay with being the trainer who also teaches Ayurveda to my clients. So that's kind of how I've been incorporating my Ayurvedic wisdom and knowledge is infusing it into client sessions. And then I'm also going to be doing, um, a seasonal living collective. And that's just going to be where I, where I solely focus on, um, teaching Ayurvedic and herbal wisdom. Because for me, as, as, people who maybe have listened to this podcast, um, for the past now five years, I've had it, but it's always evolving as I'm always evolving. It used to be called peaceful power podcast. Um, and I recently changed the name to seasonal living mamas. And, um, that's just kind of been an evolution, I guess, of myself. And so you'll hear that I think through the podcast and I'm hoping that, um, you know, you'll kind of see that shift. And again, it's going to be, maybe it will shift in a way that you're like, oh, I'm not as interested anymore. And that's cool too. Like it's going to be my two limbs kind of of my business are my Ayurvedic lens. And so I see things like the seasonal lens, Ayurveda, my herbal wisdom, but then I also have my training background and my training background is going to be more so speaking from, you know, working out with your cycle or other fitness modalities that I see that might help. Um, and so that's kind of me, I guess, in a nutshell. So if you are brand new, that's a little bit about who I am. Um, you can follow me over on Instagram at seasonal living mamas. I'm pretty active there, not as active on um, Facebook anymore, but that, that would be the great way to kind of just get to know me even on a deeper level, I guess. But I, I think that podcasts, you get to know people pretty, pretty intuitively and pretty deeply, um, just by listening to us talk. So that is um, a little bit of background, I guess, on myself, um, where I've been, where I'm hoping to take the podcast. And I do want to have some guests pop on. Um, I did kind of an Instagram um, polls and to see what people were thinking in terms of, are you still listening to podcasts? How long are you doing solo shows, interviews? And it was surprising that a lot of people still are listening to interview shows and 30 minutes or under, which I kind of already started that um, I guess, transition in my podcast earlier this year by just taking 30 minute podcast. So I will continue with that 30 minute or under, and I'm going to look for guests where maybe I can have them on. And I want to bring on one of my trainer friends who's been on the show before. I want to see if he will come back on and we could chat about, you know, working out at home because I think a lot of people are going to be working out at home. And I want to give you guys tips on how to do that. And, um, you know, how to make, like, if you can't get a hold of weights, which I have, I do have a handful of clients who still don't have dumbbells because it's so hard to get them right now. So how can we make a routine work at home? So I'm going to talk about that too. So, but today I really do want to dive into this topic today, just because people are still going to be outside. We are still, um, you know, in the summertime and kiddos are still wanting to go outside. Some kiddos, maybe you're going back to school, maybe not. So if you're, you know, wondering, okay, I have, you know, maybe your kids are at home. What are some activities that we can do outside of nature? And I had shared this, um, on Instagram, but I think I'm going to chat a little bit more on the podcast explaining some of these. So it kind of got started by Jalen and I have been going, that's my son. Um, we have been going on about eight mile walks this summer, you know, at least two or three a week. And I had a lady and it's on a bike trail and we pretty much are the only walkers. There's maybe an occasional one or two other people you might see, but rare is it? It's mostly bikes. And so this lady had said, wow, I'm surprised he does so well of just, you know, hanging out. And he is in the stroller for a good chunk of the time. He'll get out and run when he wants, but a lot of times he's still in the stroller. Um, and then we stop at a Creek and he plays at this Creek as well. So that's kind of our, that's kind of how this came about. Cause the lady said, wow, how, how do you keep him busy? 
And so I thought, wow, that's a great question. And I have tons of, tons of responses, um, because I've had to use them, you know, throughout the summer. And we've been basically going on these eight mile walks, um, since March. And so we have been, he's well-trained on, you know, hanging tight in that stroller. Now, some days he is napping. So like some days he's napping for the first four miles. So it's pretty easy to entertain him for, you know, another four miles. So I just wanted to share a few ideas um, of what you can do with kiddos in nature, whether they're in a stroller or whether they're walking. Cause you know, this will go, I would say up to kids, you know, some as 10 year olds could probably do some of these things. Um, you know, maybe you get a f- sixth graders who might want to probably above sixth grade year. Um, some of these aren't going to fit, but uh, sixth grade and under, I would say these are great, great tips for. So the first thing that I said was teaching them the name of the flowers or trees. So Jalen can probably identify about eight different um, plants right now. And that's because I, I stop, we pull over and we look and I say, oh, that's lavender or that's black eyed Susans. Um, you know, here's white sage. And so he can identify these different, you know, flowers and plants because I've taken the time and every time that we see them on the trail, I just, am, you know, a constant little, a little reminder of, Hey, what's that? And so now when we're on our walk, sometimes he'll even pick them out before I even ask him, he's like, Oh, look at, you know, there's the black eyed Susans. That's his favorite. And so, um, you kind of can start, you know, slowly introducing these concepts to the kids. And if you don't know these yourself, cause I know for me, I've wanted to learn more trees and I still haven't, I've just slowly trickled in a few of my, cause I've been just doing herbal medicine for the last, you know, probably five years. It's just slowly starting to, um, I guess, sink into my brain because I'm seeing these plants and I am telling myself kind of like how I'm teaching my son, you know, I'm teaching myself, I'm reinforcing it every time I see him. So even if you have a guidebook, there's like, um, plant snap, I think is a plant identifier app that you can use to take pictures. So maybe you can learn it and then introduce it to your child. Same thing with the trees. Um, you know, maybe you collect the leaves and then when you get home, you research what it is. So that would be one idea. Um, Another one is ABC in nature. And so we basically go through the alphabet and find as many things as we can that starts with each letter. So like if we're looking for A's, you know, we might see ants. And so there's, you know, one letter and we'll move to B's and like the bark on the tree is starts with a B and we'll kind of do that throughout the alphabet. Now, older children, they can maybe find 10 things that start with A. Um, whereas, you know, my son's four, maybe we just go through one and I sometimes have to help him with some of the letters um, and say, oh, I think this is this would be a good one for Z, for instance. Uh, Another one is there's a nature card game. My mom actually bought this. It's a deck of cards and it's got descriptive words on it, but you could easily make this yourself. So like tall, short, thin, um, hard, soft, like just different descriptive words. And then your child has to look out into nature. So this would be great if you're in a park or if you are on a nature walk um, and have them try to find these items that match that description. So that helps them to learn some of these adjectives, um, you know, for when they're, when they're older. Another idea is uh, we, he's really been into Winnie the Pooh. And so we look for Winnie the Pooh and his friends' houses in the woods. And so we imagine, huh, I wonder where Pooh might live or where do you think Rabbit would live? And so as we're going on the walk, it's kind of fun because he's like, oh, that's probably where Owl lives, you know, up in this tree or there's a cave. And he's like, oh yeah, I bet Tigger might live in that cave. So just kind of fun things like that. Um, So maybe there's a show that your child watches that's you know, in the woods or has a woods element, you know, that can be a fun game for younger kids to play. 
Um, I usually bring a backpack. I let them bring a backpack of toys. And so this would be one if your kiddo's in a stroller, um, you know, having toys on hand that they may be hand selected. So he might have a few cars. He'll play with those in his stroller. Um, if he gets bored now, I'm going to be honest, he doesn't play with his toys all that often anymore. He really is into, um, you know, looking out in nature and just kind of being in nature. He used to, when we first started, but now, you know, since we've been doing this since March, or quite a few months in, um, you know, he doesn't need that extra stimulation. Um, he really is pretty chill in there. Uh, and then snacks. So lots and lots of snacks. And occasionally I will bribe him with like, Hey, we get, we are going to get ice cream just one more mile. Hang on. Uh, cause there's a cute little ice cream shop in this smaller town that we go to, um, on this trail. So, and I chose this trail basically because it's a smaller town. There's not as many people on the trail. Um, it's, it was easy to social distance just because it's not as, um, you know, I'm in St. Paul. So it's just not as big as St. Paul and there's just not as many people. So that's, that's been a nice trail for us to go on. So I do bring snacks for him and, um, occasionally bribe him with the ice cream, um, and running. So that's another idea is just run. So he, again, he's four, he, he just will take off and run. So I tell him, Hey, run to that tree or run until you see the black eyed Susan plant or the lavender, you know, and he kind of will sprint down, um, you know, as far as he can, he'll stop, he'll wait for me. You know, we've, we've learned and he's taught, he's been taught how to stop and wait. Um, just because we do live in the city, he can't run off, you know, off the streets because we live on busy, busy roads here. So, um, he's learned how to do that on the trails as well. So that's kind of nice just to kind of teach your child trail etiquette and just stay on the right side. Bikers will pass. He knows how to say hi to people. Um, you know, he loves to chat with people on the trail. So, and usually, um, the people that we pass always get a kick out of it. Cause he'll be like, hi, good morning. Have a nice day. How are you? And they're just kind of like, wow, this little kid is really, you know, taking initiative. And so having them have that experience or giving them confidence to talk to other people, and ask them, you know, questions and get to know them. That's been kind of nice to see him evolve because he, that's what people do to us. And so again, since we've been doing this so often, he just thinks that's part of what you do when you're out on the trail. You, you know, you do a casual hi, how are you as you pass someone? So, um, and then napping, you know, which I said before, napping is something that he'll do if he's tired on there. He loves to take photos. So that's something that I didn't expect, but he, um, you know, will ask me for my phone and then he'll kind of pose me for pictures and he'll be like, Oh, stand over here, mama, or here, sit down, look this way. So I, that's been something that's been kind of fun. If he asked if, you know, can we do a little photo shoot? I just give him my phone and you know, he takes literally, he would take thousands. So I usually cut him off at about 20, you know, not every picture is going to be good. Sometimes he cuts your head off or you got not, you're not even in the picture. It's all over the place, but, um, you know, occasionally he'll have some really good photos. So that's been something he's enjoyed to do. Um, another idea is finding the perfect walking stick. So he was really on a hunt for finding a walking stick. Um, cause he saw some, someone using one one day and he's like, why are they using that? So then I told him. And so that's something that's kind of fun for him to do each time. Um, uh, he likes to find rocks for his rock collection. So he will, you know, we'll pause and we'll look for rocks playing tag. So we actually played tag, um, out on the trail. Uh, obviously I'm pushing a stroller and it's an interesting game of tag. But again, this, this trail isn't super busy. So we had some space to run. That's an option. And then very, very rarely will I give him my phone. So it's happened probably four times. Um, if I'm to be honest, that's, it has happened 
because occasionally, you know, you're just, you're as a mom, you know, or as a dad, if you're listening, as a parent, you kind of know, like when your child's had it and they just want to get off this trail. Now this trail doesn't have great service. So for the most part, it doesn't necessarily work, but I know about what mile I suddenly have service again. And so if I'm in a pinch and he's really crabby and hasn't napped and I've tried all the other tricks that I've you know talked about today, um, then the phone is kind of the last resort. So those were some ideas that you could do with kiddos in nature. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, a few of those might be new ideas or something that you want to try with your kiddos um, for the, you know, not even just for the end of summer. I think in the fall too, these will be great ideas and like collecting leaves in the fall. Um, that's another great idea to kind of incorporate with kiddos and maybe do some leaf rubbings when you get home and you can always expand on different activities. So that's what I have for you all this week. Um, let me know how it landed. Any like anything that you want from the podcast or are wanting to hear more of, um, you know, when I'm coming back, send me a DM, you know, over on Instagram at seasonal living mamas. Uh, I would love to know and hear from you just to kind of see, yeah, I love shorter episodes, like 30 minutes or less, or if you love the hour episodes and if you like solo and interview shows or just solo or just interview, let me know, you know, all of those things. It's super helpful because I'm trying to create um, a show that's going to be amazing for you because this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to share um, some of the wisdom that I've learned. And um, I love connecting. I'm also, I'm a people person too, like my son, I'm loving to connect with people. So I know a lot of us are at home right now. So maybe you're listening to this as you're on a walk yourself. So again, let me know, send me a DM, share in your stories. Um, I'd love to hear from you all and thank you all so much. And your weekly challenge, cause I do want to get back to weekly challenges as well is to try one of those things with your kiddos in nature. And then let me know which one you tried. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>